0: Have a story to tell, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome. We are live from the bunker ish. My name is Jason Hutt. I am the editor here at sci fi me.com.tv. Everything is out of place there. You can see behind me, those of you who are watching the video, you can see a mess. And yes, we have a story. Those of you who are listening to this, uh, you probably aren't going to be able to see, but there is—you know—there's cameras and there's computers, there's all sorts of things spread behind me. If you do prefer to catch us as a podcast, we're on all of the different players that are available out there. Most of them, anyway. <sighs> okay. Aren't okay, hold on here. I need to uh, take a take a spelling error out of the scroll. Alright, so it started on Saturday. On on yes, on Saturday. On Saturday, I saw that Cameron Pasha, writer, producer, author, he was here in town. And so I sent an invitation out, and I said, hey, why don't you, you know, if you've got time, you're going to come over here, why don't you, Why don't you You know, sit down with us and we'll record a show. And he gets back to me and says, yeah, sure, well, I'm happy to do it, let's do it. So we made plans for Sunday afternoon uh, before he headed to the airport, and in my prep to get the studio ready for that particular show, I figure we'll use what's back here behind me, the H2O set, and use those cameras and that setup and and go with that. Well, for some reason, the software that we use for broadcasting, it's called Open Broadcast Studio, OBS. And for whatever reason, I know not what, it decided that it was not going to talk to the The cameras that we normally use. Now, over over my shoulder back over here, you will see this camera here, those of you who are seeing on the video, this is that one right there. That is a Panasonic AG-DV100B. DV, it is not an HD camera, but it does scale up to the 720 HD resolution that we use here. And I've got two of them, and we use them in the studio. I've shot a feature film on that camera right over there. And it's a solid camera, but it's not HD, so I'm not able to use it in my media production work anymore. So it's now a studio camera, and I've got a second one. And those are the ones that we use for my close-up and Tim's close-up on H2O. So I'm setting them up, and OBS decides that it doesn't want to talk to either one of them. It still sees the connection, but it doesn't want to talk to the cameras. It doesn't give me a picture here in the control interface or the software. And I'm thinking, that's very unusual, very odd. But I don't have time to troubleshoot it because... I need to get things ready, so I I jury-rigged the other web cameras so that we could have our various different shots, and we recorded the interview with Cameron, and everything was fine, and I did a little audio mixing and, and finished it out and polished it, and then we have it ready for playback on Monday. And after I do all of this, I think, well, okay, I need to I need to tinker a little bit and see what's happening with the cameras. Now we use a a unit. Um, let's see here. We've got an interface unit. Now, see those those cameras being not not being HD, and as old as they are, they don't have any of the modern contrivances in terms of cable connections. No HDMI, no SD, no HD, no DV, any of that. Well, they've got got many DV ports coming out of the camera. But in order to connect them to the modern-day everything, I have to use one of these. It's called the Dazzle unit. And basically what it does is it takes video and audio, well, in this case, video through an, A, uh, through an RCA plug and gives it to me through the USB so I can connect it to the computer. This is, this is the, the translator device so the cameras will connect to the computer. And I've got two of them. Should have three, but the third one is lost in the U.S. Postal Service Distribution Hub in Atlanta still but i've got two of those and each of the panasonics is connected through that now they're both plugged into the computer and for whatever reason i still don't know why the computer wasn't talking to them so i figured okay well let's reinstall the software let's see if maybe we you know maybe a driver got corrupted or something you know something something happened okay so I put all the installed disk in and it's, oh you know, everything's installed. Everything's right. Everything's where it's supposed to be. All the drivers are updated. You're using the current drivers. Okay, fine. So I go back in there and then OBS decided it didn't even see the cameras now. Oh, uh, Mindy reminds me there's one hidden somewhere. Yes, that, that that's, yes, I forgot about that one. So we should have four. There is one around here somewhere that's gone missing. Uh the dazzles. We have we have the two that I know where I can put my hands on them. They're right here. There's a third one somewhere in the building. The fourth one is lost in Atlanta. Thank you for that correction. All right. So 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 now I'm now I'm sitting here and I'm looking at my control panel, and it doesn't even see these cameras. And I'm thinking, okay, that's that something has gone hinky on this. So let's do a system restore. Let's take it back to a point where everything was working because I know it was working because I used all of this last week. So Sunday night, I started a system restore. I've done it before on this computer. I've taken it back past a point where I installed something and something broke and let's just reset things. So I didn't think anything of it. And I knew it was going to take a while. So I left it overnight. I come back in the office on Monday morning. And this computer has given me the blue screen of death. And it's it's a... Uh, a particular stop code and, you know, this computer has encountered an error and blah, 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 blah. We need to gather some information you can reset. Okay. So I turned it off, turned it back on. Same thing. Turn it back off, turn it back on. Same thing. I keep getting this blue screen that says, we've encountered an error. It doesn't tell me what the error is. It gives me a stop code a Windows stop code, but that doesn't tell me anything. Even looking it up doesn't really tell me anything. So I scrambled, put together, a, I, have, I have another workstation over here that we were able to use for broadcasting uh, the interview with Cameron on Monday. But when we tried to use it for H2O Monday night, it overwhelmed the system, I think, because we had both a signal going out through, uh, through the Internet and a signal coming in because Tim dialed in through Zoom. And it couldn't handle it, I guess. It's an older computer. At this point, I am... More than irritated. So as we're going through, I finally get to a screen where I can start doing some diagnostics on this on this tower. It's a Dell computer. I bought it maybe a year and a half ago. It's of course out of warranty. So it runs. It runs all the diagnostics. Everything. It appears everything is fine for the hardware. There's nothing wrong with the hard drive. There's nothing wrong with the thing. And it does a little scan. And it says, we, we've encountered a problem with the hard drive. Well, what's the problem with the hard drive? There's nothing physically wrong with it. So it's a software issue. Which means that the Windows 10 software, which I have complained about, I don't know how often, The Windows 10 software has gone belly up. Now, at first, I thought this was a catastrophic hard drive failure. I'm relieved that that's not the case. If the hardware apparently is fine, the drives are fine, all of it, everything is is good, except it doesn't have the it doesn't have the language it doesn't have the instructions i guess the, the operating system something has has gone corrupt during this system restore so the irritation factor increases now we did manage to put together the the, the brand new tower we used yesterday to do salacious crumbs those of you who are watching you saw we did salacious crumbs and it looked fairly much normal ish because i was able to put things together so you know we we got our show like it's supposed to look so i have moved that tower now over to the main workstation the limitation of that is now it doesn't have as many usb ports And it's only running two of my four monitors. But I have to have this thing together because I have an actual day job project that I'm now behind on because my computer crashed. And in the midst of all of this and the stress over the amount of work that I have been getting versus the amount of work that I need to be getting. One thing rolls through my head and I, and I, and I see what's been going on with the tech cartels, you know, with the Biden administration sitting there saying, well, if you've been banned from one platform, you should be banned from all the platforms and we're flagging things and the health of, you know, the, the the Surgeon General's office is flagging misinformation. Well who's define who's defining misinformation there, Jensaki? And I see this overt coordination between the government and the social media platforms in ways that we've always suspected, but now it's right out there in the open that the government is coordinating with social media platforms to suppress speech in violation of the First Amendment of the Constitution of the United States. And in the midst of all of this, one thought keeps floating up to the top of my brain. One thought. And that thought is... Whataburger is hiring. There are four lights, ladies and gentlemen. Don't let anybody tell you otherwise. This has been a presentation of Sci-Fi For Me Radio... Copyright 2021 by Flaming Dog Media, LLC. All rights reserved. No portion of this program may be retransmitted without the express written consent of Flaming Dog Media.